It is uh, time to get smart, ladies and gentlemen, so to speak. Just happen to have a couple of smart guys on the phone and uh, <clears throat> one anchor. And uh, you know them well. They've become uh, quite popular the last couple of weeks. Charles Walshine, walshinelegal.com, and uh, entrepreneur extraordinaire and uh, business uh, aficionado extraordinaire as well, Mr. Stephen Schwartz. And we welcome both to now what has become their usual day. Sometimes we fluctuate the time, but uh, you get the picture. And we say a very good morning to Charles and Steve. Guys, great to have you here. Morning, great to be here, Jay. What's happening? I th- not a lot happening these days, Charles. But, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, we'll try, that, we'll, try yeah. and, we'll try and pick a I, couple of topics. What do you think here? We'll try and yeah, watch decipher the news a couple of to topics. Death. There's nothing happening. You know, I tell you, I'm so bored. It, it's like I, I take a nap after the show, Steve. You know, I tell you, I got to drum up the news cycle somewhat here. <laughs> I love it. What so do you want to go, guys? What's uh, what's the pickings today? You, uh, you know, you have a, well, how, about, how about we start with this? Because I know Steve, Steve is a sports guy. Charles, you're into this, too. You know, and yeah. I'll, I'll say, you know, the Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, uh, here we go. We're, we're drumming it all up again. And uh, and quite frankly, uh, Mr. Schwartz, uh, what are we doing here? You know, Roger Goodell sounding off now last week. Drew Brees sounding off, kicking us off last week. Man, here we go again. But uh, Colin Kaepernick, you know, listen, yeah. I, I, I'm saying bring him back into the league, please. Bring oh, him back into the league. Forget about bringing him back in the league. Forget about all this thing. This, this is this is called inconsistency. This is called a guy once again, Mister Goodell. Whatever is good for the league, I have no real, real opinions on anything. I, I stand by nothing. Whatever's good for the NFL, I'm in. If you guys want to start burning stadiums down and, and and that's it, I'm good with it. Nothing matters. The only thing that matters is. The NFL, the bottom line, and of course, being politically correct and making sure that everybody feels good when they go to sleep at night and think NFL. It doesn't make a difference. My opinions don't matter. My, 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 my. I have no integrity at all. I, I have nothing, nothing. I will, I will, I will flip flop all day long, and that's where, and that's where, and that's where this is at. Well, can he, Charles, Charles, can yeah. he have an epiphany, Mr. Goodell, the commissioner, can he have an epiphany by say, stating the case that, you know what, we made some mistakes after all that has yeah. happened, we have looked ourselves in the mirror, and we okay. recognize our faults. Why can't let's, one do that right now? Well, okay, let's, let's, let's do what, what, what I do when, when I'm putting somebody on a, uh, when I'm thinking about how I'm going to cross-examine somebody. You think about, like Schwartz says, you think about the inconsistency. So, we talk about Colin Kaepernick, and what, what is his statement? We were wrong, right? So, what was he wrong about? He doesn't, is he wrong about the message that there's inequality, or is he, is he wrong about the fact that you are protesting inside somebody else's business? In other words, we all understand that Roger Goodell is doing nothing more than protecting, doing his job, protecting the NFL brand. Now, is what Colin Kaepernick did offensive to some people? Yes. 
there are people like and Schwartz and I have been arguing about this for years who, who hold the flag, the symbol, what it stands for, near and dear. Because when you bury an Amer you know, when, when you carry an American serviceman home that's been killed, right? What are they draped in? They're draped in the flag. What do you give the family? Right? You give them a flag of a, of a deceased service member. You give them a flag. It's a symbol of, of something that's very near and dear to many, many people. The fact that you don't respect the flag in a stadium, that, by the way, is a business that somebody else owns, and he says, do me a favor. This is what we are going to do as a league. This is what we stand for. That is what, and, what, and Colin Kaepernick has every right to do whatever he wants. This is America. You don't get locked up. But what he did is he said, okay, I am going to against, I'm going to go against what the NFL policy is. I'm going to go against all of these things that, that are meant to protect the NFL brand, and I'm going to do my own thing. Did he suffer for it? Yeah, pretty much blackballed. And guess what? They have a right to blackball, and he has a right to take the risk with his career, whatever was left of it at the time. He has a right to do that. But so when, when Roger Goodell, this is why, you know, when we're going to get to this, he's, he happens to be my nomination for this week's third, my, the, the Bronze 30 Award, because what he's saying is, what was he wrong about? Is he wrong about the message, or is he wrong about, or is he wrong about protecting the brand? The fact is, is Colin Kaepernick's message is no less offensive today to those people than it was back then. So is he wrong about that? So this is my, I'm like, picture the cross-examination. Roger, what are you wrong about? But the fact that he stuck his finger in the air and said, you know what, maybe it's not a good thing for the NFL because people are going to feel this way or that, or that way about it. My mind didn't change about the flag. Neither did Stevens. Most people say it's the wrong thing to do. And in defense of Drew Brees, because it really wasn't, he was, of course, sort of out of line, too, but only because of popular opinion. He says, I respect the flag. Now, imagine that you had somebody, you, you, you had somebody die in action, and they gave you a flag. And that flag is in the wooden box, folded up in the triangle, and it's sitting on, on, your, on the mantle of your fireplace at home. And you have a guy, and you have, you have your teammate who doesn't respect that flag. It hurts you. It is a symbol. So what was really, what is, what, I want to know, what is, Get him up. Where's Sparky? Get, tell Sparky to get Roger on the phone right now. I, I want to ask him this question. Get Roger on the All phone. All right. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, just ask me. I'm on the phone. I'll be Roger Goodell. I can answer any question you want. And I'll answer the exact same okay, way. Roger, Roger, what are you sorry about? What, oh, what are you sorry about, Roger? Well, Charlie, I'm not sorry about anything. Whatever, Whatever's good for the NFL is good for America. We're not sorry for anything. We stand by everything, but we stand for nothing. Thanks for talking to me. I got to go back, Charlie. Good thing. Listen, guys, guys, here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing. Guys, here's the thing. Okay, Goodell recognizes where we're at right now. So why can't he state the case that we need to look at ourselves a little bit better in the mirror that we as the National Football League, and he represents ownership, so why? What what is the big deal by stating the case that we have made mistakes, we will look at them, we were wrong, and we will change and get better as we move forward. What, what, why why because, so much putting him over the coals right because, now? Why so much? Jay, Jay, he's the wrong messenger. 
This has been going on for years. This is a done this issue. Have you, have, you, have you tuned into the NFL draft? Whatever city he goes to, the place goes nuts on booing this guy off the stage. This guy is, is an insult to any corporation in this country because there's no integrity. The guy has got no integrity. When, 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 when the Patriots were cheating, he was buddy buttoning up with, uh, with, with Kraft. And, and the rest of the NFL looked at him like, what? What are you crazy? And then when he realized that, he said, well, he's not my friend anymore. And they did this uh, political act where, where they're not really golfing anymore. And they're, they're, they're not really buddy buddy. But they are. This is a joke. This guy has nuts. Listen, sometimes you get the right message. You really can't. But it's the wrong guy giving giving the message. He's the wrong messenger. Your daughter, Charles, the guy, Charles, the guy is, is, is outrageous. You hit Charles, it right, Charles, you hit it right on Charles, the guy, who the guy else? has no position talking about anything about right and wrong. He doesn't, this, there's no, he is not the, uh, he's not the poster boy for the moral compass, I'll tell you that. Right, right off, and neither is the NFL. So let's move, you know, like, let's just, I think we got this one. Charles, one last thing on my end. Who else but the commissioner of the league to deliver a message to the point where we've got to do better, we've made mistakes. You know what? And, and and listen, as far as the kneeling and the flag, it's going to take place every game. I don't care who kneels. I don't care who stands up at this point in time. It's about expression. It's about feeling. And we've I, got I to do a better change because the more that we decipher on who has the right to kneel, who has the right to embrace as far as locks and everything else with arms and standing, you know what? We're never going to get better as a people. So let's go ahead with it. We need to recognize it. And quite frankly, I don't care about Goodell's past and everything else. I care about the current message and what he is saying right now. Because that is going to only add to the closing, to the division close that we have in this country on all fronts including the world of sports and including Colin Kaepernick. Well, you know, you know, Jay, you're, you're, you're 100% right about this, but you know, I'm like a First Amendment guy. So this is America. We're entitled to our opinions. We're entitled to voice our opinions. We have freedom of respect, press, freedom of speech. And these are, this is what we fight for, right? So Roger Goodell can say whatever he wants. Colin Kaepernick can say what he wants, even with the consequences. The fact is, is that the NFL is a brand, and that's what they were protecting, and that's what he was doing. He's not, he's not, he never, he didn't get the job because he's a social activist. And by the way, I don't think the NFL was in the business of social activism, maybe until now, which, by the way, is a great thing if that does happen. They do carry, they do, there's a lot of money goes through that place. A lot. Billions and billions and billions of dollars. But I get your point. You're absolutely right. It's it's time regardless, we, 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 Jay, yeah. regardless yeah. of of what you what you think or what you what, what's in your heart, you, you know, I, I'm not. It's not the message that, that 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 that's wrong. It's the way it's being out there. And 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 I'll just I'll just leave it on this point that I don't agree with you, Jay. I, I really don't. I I, I I I believe there's other ways of doing protests. I, I believe that it's a real insult to the guys that serve this country and made this country great, I'm going to stay consistent. I, I, I am going to stay consistent. 
and, 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 and the bottom line is, I'm not against what Kaepernick is doing. I'm against the way he's doing it, not what he's doing. You want to lock arms? That's a lot different than kneeling to the, to the flag. I'm sorry, taking a knee. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not into it. I'm not, I, I don't see it. I think it's a real slap in our face as a country. And, and, and there's other ways of doing it. I told Charlie off the air that I think that, that you should go uh, and circle around it, on the Dallas Star, you know, and, uh, and they... No, no, no. If, no, no. if you want to desecrate the, the, the Dallas Star, that's fine. That's football, and you're going to make a good point of, of, of unity. But the American flag is, 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 is let me tell you something, a lot of blood... A lot of a lot of a lot of my own family's blood has been lost uh, uh, Steve, uh, uh, I, uh, uh, on that flag. You shouldn't disrespect the flag. I'm sorry. I get See? I get it, and to a large sector of people, exactly what that means how you describe. But on the other hand, uh, it's about another sector of people that have uh, been at the hands of police brutality, that have been at the hands of racial inequality. And therefore, uh, to get 80,000 people on a given day to recognize the symbol of what you are doing to send a message, uh, I have turned the corner as far as letting expression go about itself. And in this particular okay. case, okay, you, you will something? see change. This is, this is America at work right now. Because the only thing, the only thing that, America, that American business understands money. And God bless it, that's capitalism. When people say I don't like I don't like your message or I don't like your I don't like the, the medium or I don't like something about um, the way you're bringing across uh, a position, they vote with their wallet, and people should know that you can vote with your wallet. I remember, you know, um, there was this lady on a, on a news show who's talking about this was years and years ago, who was talking about like the Holocaust, but she was trying to just stir the pot to get herself some rating, and uh, she talked about like the Holocaust. It wasn't said that the uh, Jewish community overstates the Holocaust. She doesn't think the number was way short of uh, six million people. But I'm like, really, six million? Like, what was it? Three million? Was it? Was it 100 percent exaggerated? Like, three million would have been okay. Or maybe it was ten times overrated. Like, six hundred thousand people killed, but it would have been okay. So the six million number, she was calling it the question. I wrote the station uh, a letter, and I found all her advertisements. They wrote them all letters and said, I will never, ever, ever, because I have comments, I will never buy one of your products again. And guess what? Maybe it had a, maybe it had an effect, maybe it didn't. But that's how Americans have to do things. You don't like the message? Go after the messenger. Especially when it's commercially, uh, uh, when it's commercially uh, guys, viable. That's exactly, well, that's exactly what the brand is about, right? That's what I hear you. Listen, we got to move along here. We got to move along here. Let's get out of the cabinet phase and head on to phase number, well, whatever. Charles, where are we going? Where are we going next? Throw, throw out one to me. Where are we going here? Well, uh, we have, we have, we're coming up on uh, another three weeks would have been the um, would have been an all-star game in baseball. So I have a cure. Where right, as, so we'll as, after many long conversations, consulted with my sports friends, we've come up with a cure. And we need to do 80 games in about 110 days. We have to put about, every team's got to put up probably about 260, 270 innings to get any kind of meaningful season. It's just the way it is. All right, uh, I'm going to... 
I'm going to tell you this. I could care less, Steve Schwartz. Uh, I could care less if baseball comes back, and I'll tell you why. Uh, you know, we come out of a tough winter. We get into February. We always count the number of days, pitches and catches, reporting in 12 days. Uh, spring training, everybody groups down in Arizona and Florida. Everybody's in play. Everybody's getting in shape. We get ready for that first spring training game and everything else, and uh, things are going wonderful. A couple of injuries here and there. All of a sudden, you know, we we could kind of see opening day in our rear view, uh, in our in our mirrors right now, right? We we kind of see it. Uh, we're right. looking great. Uh, usually, you know, I always remember as a kid, April fifth, sixth. You know, I was always the starting point in Cincinnati. First team to ever start the the sport of baseball, the Red Legs, going back to the 1800s. So always at Riverfront Stadium, Crosley Field from way back. Uh, always excitement. Now, of course, we have opening day in March, and sometimes we have opening day in Tokyo or Australia. It doesn't matter to me. It's still opening day. Well, guess what? And I look at the calendar now, Schwartz, and it's June the 9th. I could care less. How's that? I don't care if baseball comes back. I got the NBA coming back. I got the NHL coming back. And I'm going to have my feet on the table this weekend for a little PGA golf down in Fort Worth, Texas. So baseball, kiss my... I'm telling you right now, I don't care if baseball comes back this year. You're arguing over prorated salaries, what you should have had back in March. Stay out. Stay the hell out from me. I I'm with you. I'm with you all the way, except you're missing the biggest point of the whole whole, whole situation. They had the opportunity to lead the sports world back. The opportunity was there. Everything else was closed down. They could have led us back. America's pastime could have been right on the front page of every single paper, every single TV. The popularity of the sport it can't. It can't. Jolly, it can't. Jolly, listen to me. It doesn't matter what happens. They had the opportunity. Basketball's coming back. Hockey's coming back. Roller derby's coming back. Uh, uh, pro wrestling's coming I, back. Women's volleyball's coming back. I don't watch anything other than baseball now. I'm going to give you a chance, but listen to what I'm saying. I hear you. The was there on April 5th. There was something going on. They could have been the American sport. They the problem was they didn't, they didn't have me. So here's the mathematical solution to all this, okay? You got to get in this many innings to have a season, right? So I proposed having triple headers, five days a week, six inning games, like like uh, like little league. And if you want the and if you want the game to go longer, make it like backgammon. Because most of these games, they, by the time you're in the fifth inning, the game's over anyway. Six to one, nothing's happening. But if that team really thinks that they're going to make a comeback, make it like backgammon. Have the manager give them the, turn the cube, offer them the cube, double it. Double it down. It's going to mean something. I hate it. I hate it. I'm not watching, Charlie. I'm not watching. Three I'm done. Three six inning games. What's it? Three six inning games. Nine Charlie. Schwartz. Charlie, me and you. I'm not watching. It's not. Nine thirty. One thirty. Seven thirty games. You have a little brunch. You have like bagels and a schmear in the morning for the morning. Uh, you know, with a, a cup of coffee and some orange juice. Right? Then you have lunchtime with the hot dogs and whatever, and then you have the dinner, nice dinner menu. See, like a, you put out a spread. They're ruining the pastime. It's a nine-inning baseball game. That's baseball. 
I'm a lead pitcher. The whole you're, thing. I'm, I'm, I want to go nine innings. I want to see nine innings of baseball. So you know what? Touch the sport. Leave it's it alone. Like, it's the tradition like, is great. You're killing it. 18 holes a day before it goes straight. You know, Jay likes golf. You could watch. This is this is the uh, this is uh, the excitement scale. You got golf, baseball, watching paint dry, and then you have watching grass grow. Okay, and this what happens in many stadiums. You can watch the grass grow and the baseball game at the same time. Listen, here's the bottom line. More excited. Here's the bottom line, guys. Last thing. Last last thing. I'm I'm happy what I'm seeing because the National Hockey League is embarrassing. The biggest union in the world, and I'm happy about it because you're arguing over dollars and cents when when 43 million people are out of work. Shame on you. Shame on you. And now take the entire summer off. How's that? Go play golf. Now, let's move on before we give out some awards here. And that is, I mean, where do you want to go? Defunding police departments? I'll tell you. No, Here's what I I don't even can know I just say what one thing? Let me just let me say one thing here. This is about leadership. When you got a leader as the mayor of New York City, Bill de Blah Blah, who never embraces enforcement, uh, actually had less police that night of all the massacres and looting that took place, including my my flagship. Uh, the the Herald Square Macy's miracle on 34th Street. Uh, when you have police departments that can't stand your leader, as when I had the governor on last week, it's when a coach loses his team, and that's when change has to be made. Well, and let like me tell you something. Like one of those guys. This is about leadership. He's another guy that sticks his finger in the air. And by the way, just just so, you, just so you know, there's a lot of places in the country that have much smaller police departments. If you look at the, you know, how much brutality there is, New York has got a very well-trained police department. If we had, you know, there's a there's a better culture in New York than, it, than I think there ever has been. It's come a long way. But, yeah, the, the police department no, no, no longer has faith in, in, in their leadership. And with this nonsense, keep funding them. Like, I don't even know what that means. No one has defined. I like I'm in, I live in a world of words, right? That so defund is like creates an image in your mind, but I haven't. I don't know what it means. So until we actually talk about, can talk about what what he's talking. You really what the definition of defunding is? I'll tell I, you what the defunding of of it is. Is is, is you ever see uh, John Candy as the police uh, uh, car driving around the neighborhood? Okay, it's, it's like service us all. It's like the Manhattan Beach Patrol, right? And we talked about this this morning. Manhattan Beach Patrol was a little uh, a neighborhood thing when they were defunding uh, cops in the 70s, right? And then every neighborhood would get their own little police car. And you'd have a little guy with a flashlight we don't need driving police. around. He'd have a flashlight and a, and a patrol stick, okay? No guns, no nothing, all right? The world is fine. And you and you're shine a little uh, flashlight on him, and John Candy comes out of the car. And goes, hey, fellas, what's going on? You know, is that the world that we're going back to? Is that what Blasio wants? I mean, I mean, that's insane. Well, let's, you know, it, it, I, I think we stay tuned on this one to see, what, see what's going to happen. Jay, I think we have, uh, I think we have the uh, the Bronze Thirty Award. 
All right, but let me just say this. One, yeah, we get right one, to one, one final word. Give de Blasio his walking papers. Let him ride the elliptical full time. I've had enough, and so has everyone else. Now it is time for the special award. Mr. Gazzelli, hit it. Bronze 30, award one number three. By the way, week two uh, is uh, Tim Walsh, the governor of Minnesota, uh, receives the bronze. Uh, 31. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I, well, that, no, that was my nomination of last week, if you remember. Oh. I haven't given this week yet. But he uh, he won the award, uh, resounding victory, by the way, for the flip-flopping and uh, not knowing where to go, the changing uh, from the uh, Hennepin County attorney, Mike Freeman, to the attorney general, Keith Ellison, uh, just one of many, many mistakes the governor of Minnesota uh, made. Now, my... Uh, nominee for the third week has to go to the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints, Drew Brees. Uh, I'm sorry, please, Drew. Uh, pay attention. You're you're too smart for this. I listen. I get it. Respect your grandfather's, uh, you know, uh, fought for this country and everything else. But uh, please, let's not chastise those who kneel uh, during a period of time uh, in which not only this country but every country around the world. Protests, police brutality, and racial uh, and racial indifference. Uh, can you be a little smarter than that, my friend? Drew Brees gets the award this week for me, Mr. Schwartz. Go ahead. Without a doubt, I've come up with the poster child of what this award is all about. His name is Rand Paul, the the, the, the panda. This guy, on the day that they're going to bury Floyd, has the audacity to vote against a lynching bill because he's not sure what the bodily harm is, the definition is. Is it one ear being broken off or is it two? It, and they, and they, he holds up a bill that, like, that's 99 to 1, and this guy is out there saying, I need to know the definition of how badly someone has to be beaten up on an anti-lynching bill on the day that they're going to bury Floyd. This guy... Is a, uh, a, a Trump was right. He nicknamed him the Panda. This guy's beyond the Panda. He is the Bronze Purdy Award winner, not only for this week, but maybe for the year. A yearly candidate, the Panda, Mr. Rand. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. You know, you, you, you know, Schwartz, I, I, I think you're, I think you're not going to get, get it this week. I want to nominate um, Roger Goodell for the uh, for the reasons I mentioned earlier. But, and he's just so full of it, so does the league. It's, but I think, you know, I tell you something, I don't think anybody's going to stand up to you. I think Rand Paul, I think Rand Paul's the man. I think he, he gets the, the, uh, the hot, the hot party award for this week. Maybe he's an annual, I think we put him up for an annual, uh, an annual nomination for the annual party award. He's like, really, you don't know what a lynching is? Like, after, after 200 years of this nonsense, you don't know what a lynching is? Why don't we show him, show him the video of that poor kid in Georgia getting shot by two by two citizens, right? Shot, and this is how this is how bad it was. It's like what's going on in their mind? They actually they brought a cameraman. Like how crazy is that? If that's so, show Grandpa this is a lynching, and we don't like it. We're going to make a law against it. How's that? So again, I mean, I have to, I have my own nomination, but I'm, I'm voting for sure. Thank All you, right, y'all. so yeah, Roger Goodell is uh, your choice. Uh, Steve's going with uh, the panda, and uh, 
and I'm going with Mr. Breeze out of New Orleans. Good stuff. But, hey, guys, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I, uh, I, I, hope people, I hope people weigh in on it. This is a very important week. Important week. We will keep a close eye on things, and I am sure uh, you'll have just a few things uh, to say. Hey, Schwartz, I, I, I apologize for having to pry answers out of you this morning. Uh, you know, next time, don't be so, don't be subdued uh, regarding conversation and heated topics, my friend. Come out a little bit more. You bring, but, uh, you bring the best out of me, Jay. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Oh, by the way, Jay, let me ask you a question. When we actually give one of these awards every week, are we, are we sending a little bronze card? Because I think we can we get some of that something made? Do we even have this like at one of those uh, little trophy uh, shops that hey, get like the guy am, who wins uh, and the guy who throws a baseball and a bowler? I am I am one step ahead of y'all. Listen to me. I'm one step ahead of y'all. I'll have more details next week. Thanks, guys. Charles and Steve, as we go over some of the hot topics, we'll talk to you again next week. All right, Jay. Be well.